Hello everybody, this is Tina Spangler with TLC Barrels and this is December 7th of 2021 and this is number 69 Q&A for my virtual coaching group on Facebook. First of all, um, I hope everybody's enjoying watching the NFR. There's been five rounds so far and fifth round was the fastest with a 13-4-3. Emily and Chongo winning it, so that was awesome. It was such a fast round that second was a 5-3 with Haley, and Jordan was a 5-4 for third. And uh, you can see Donna is moving up on Haley for the world title, so that's getting exciting as well. I expect the next five rounds to be um, pretty dang fast. Uh, Cheyenne and Amanda split round one as a tie, and Donna won round two, Stevie, one round three, Winda won round four, and then Emily won round five. So uh, Brittany's placed in two rounds. Uh, She's placed in, I'm not Brittany, Haley has placed in two rounds, round one and five. Um, Brittany's placed in two rounds as well, round um, three and four. Her horses are looking sound and good this year as well. She's been really consistent. Uh, Miss Lisa placed in round two. So it's been a, a fun in afar so far. <coughs> I hope everybody's enjoying it. So let's get into um, the virtual coaching group Q&A for this week. Um, first of all, welcome new members, Abby and Lily from Florida. And um, second of all, I mentioned to everybody, this is going to be where we are going to set up December as a whole new thing in the group where we're going to start setting mental and skill challenges. The first thing I ask everybody to do is go out and buy a daytimer. And if your daytimer has extra note sheets in the back, you can use that as your journal to write down your goals, um, your motto, and also your schedules daily or weekly for you and your horse, as well as um, the daytimer is going to serve to write down what shows you're going to go to, lessons, clinics, um, deadlines to enter, uh, rodeos or or barrel races so you don't forget. Um, A daytimer in your phone is great, but if you lose your phone or it breaks, you're in trouble. So having that one on paper also, it's proven scientifically that if you write things down, you retain it and you remember it more and it gets in your subconscious and that's a great place to write down your goals. So write down your goals in your calendar somewhere. There's almost always a note page or purchase yourself just a three ring or a, you know, a little uh, binder and write your goals down there. A few of you submitted your goals to me already. So I'm excited to help you reach those for 2022. And um, so if you have written them down, you want to take a picture and send it to me in a private message, do that. Um, <laughs> so this week I did some video tips in the group. Um, I did your, your skill challenge was going to be to write your goals down, your motto, and, um, you know, and know what your purpose and your passion is, your why. And then your mental game really is on that as well, because the more you, um, you and your horse will be successful if you're both, um, physically and mentally prepared. And that means having a schedule, that means knowing your routines, knowing your, performance routines, like, you know, getting to the barrel race, you know, everything that keeps you focused on the things you can control and not focused on the things you can't. 
So the video tips I did in this group were um, small circles in a big circle drill, four circles for lazier horses, eight circles for hotter horses, and that promotes um, flex and fluidity, <coughs> as well as collection and balance. Um, so it can be done in the field, it can be done in the arena, wherever you want, but it's a really fun drill to get a horse and you working on riding to your quarter turns, um, extended and collected, um, and also uh, balanced with the nose in, shoulder up, ribs out, hip in and under. So I will be giving new challenges every week for you all. And we're gonna do it kind of, kind of different this year. Mondays might be groundwork videos, Tuesdays might be dry work videos, Wednesdays um, might be uh, drills, Thursdays might be slow barrel or pole um, video tips, uh, and then, you know, Friday might just be something on mental game, and I may put a little video in the group each day from the 150 videos that are in the members only website, and the reason why is there are members in the group that are just getting a new horse or just getting back to riding, and you're going to want to start at the beginning, at the groundwork, and establish a relationship and a connection with your horse, and also trust and respect, um, and get your communication of cues back tuned up, so then you'd want to go into your dry work before your drills, and make sure pilot to co-pilot everything's working, and there's some of you that are going hard, and you're running in the top levels, 1D, 2D, and you're just going to want <clears throat> drills to keep your horse tuned up, and things you can do slow on the barrels to keep um, things sharp and shaving off those last valuable tents. So there will be a variety of tips shared in the group for everybody. Um, let's see, I did a member's highlight um, in the group for Dia out of Florida. So I hope you all read it and enjoyed it. She shared some good words of wisdom, especially about listening to your horse because they're always talking to us and about doing things in a teaching and asking manner instead of a uh, forcing and telling manner. Um, we had the personal best drawing for November. Congratulations to everybody that made the list, but Fran in Florida was the winner, so congratulations to you. I did a podcast on warming up a hot horse or a laid back horse, as well as keeping your mental game simple and um, how to use ice boots or cold hosing for uh, for training, I mean for after competition or after hard workouts or for injury as well. And I also talked about confidence, how you get confident um, as a horseman and as a competitor. So hopefully you all listen to that podcast. Um, I want to mention some housekeeping things for the group. Um, whenever you're sending me a video, um, you can make your own little tripod at home, a block of wood with a couple nails in it, four nails and a block of wood. Literally, you have yourself a free tripod. You can set your cell phone in it, stick it on a fence post and push record. Send me a one or two minute um, video that you, you know, usually around one minute, minute and a half of you doing a drill or going through the barrels. Um, and then send it to me. I can do a slow play review of your training. It's really helpful for me to see how you train. And then of course you can send me your videos in competition as well. Um, if you don't have the luxury of a Pivo that follows you around, wouldn't that be a nice tool to have? I asked for it for Christmas. We'll see if my son get it, gets it for me. 
Um, so anyways, that would be great when I'm doing my training videos to have my phone follow me instead of have to stay in the frame. So that's something I'm, I'm looking for. They had a Black Friday sale, so it was a good deal. Um, so anyways, if we don't get it, I'll get it eventually. There's always birthdays. Um, <laughs> so anyhow, let's see here. Um, uh, let's see here. On videotape. Uh, if you could videotape at barrel races at second barrel, that would be really helpful because I can see your cues a lot better. I know sometimes you're just begging anybody to tape you and it's sometimes down by the alleyway, but it's really hard to see angles. Um, and first barrel is okay, but second barrel is better because you have, you know, two left turns or two right turns so I can see your cues a little better. Um, but if you can do that, that'd be great. Um, also, if you're having a problem at one barrel, get your videotape done at that barrel because then I can see your eyes, your shoulders, your hips, your hand cues, your leg cues, where you position your horse, what your horse is doing. It just helps me a lot better to see you approaching that barrel if the video is from that angle. So sometimes angles of videos can be deceiving because you can't necessarily tell how much room is around the barrel and things like that. So um, let's see what else. Um, uh, if you have, if you're new to the group and I have not emailed you your free four bonuses, um, remind me or check your spam because I'm pretty sure I've got everybody's email and I sent everybody those, and that included the TLC notebook, the A to Z tips, the 12 week foundation and uh, foundation program for TLC, so that if you're starting and the the group's been going on for a year and a half. Um, you don't get in and get lost. You can go right to the 12-week program and start there. And then there's a one-year competition um, uh, plan too. Um, so you'll get all four of those in your bonus. That way you know where to start and you don't feel lost. And don't forget to use the members only website. All the um, Q&As, all the challenges for a year are listed there numerically. And also there are videos, over 150 videos from cult starting to dry work, drills, barrel pattern, um, how to fix problems, how to tune up on everything. Uh, it's all there. So mental game, what bits I use, um, equipment, <coughs> care, all of that's there. Um, okay, so that's pretty much for housekeeping. The final thing is in the group, there's a search box at the top or a magnifying glass. You can click on that and type in first barrel and everything I've ever talked about with first barrel is going to pop up or you can type in mental game or, or whatever, um, hitting barrels, going by barrels, rate, whatever you want. And usually everything will pop up so you can resource that as well in the group. And that should cover housekeeping for now. Um, mind you, house, uh, my group is meant to be a positive atmosphere of inspiration. I don't do drama. Um, I never will. Even though drama happens outside my group and around my group, I ignore it and move on because I don't allow it in my energy as much as possible because it just takes away from everything that we stand for. The three P's, prayer, peace, and positivity. And I know life is hard enough um, with adversity in it. You know, we all have things we're dealing with. Um, this past week since Thanksgiving has been not the best for me. I, I hurt my knee trying to get in shape to compete, um, compensating for my hip. My dog Hunter with the bad heart had some really tough episodes over Thanksgiving. I had to double his medication. Um, my uh, family dog, you know, which was left with me in 2018, 
was my dad and my sister's dog. She passed away this weekend. Um, she started bleeding internally. So, you know, it's been life, you know, life is not always you know, rainbows and unicorns. It's sometimes sad and hard and difficult and you just have to roll with it focus on the positives and move forward you know and I focus on the fact that my knee's better now and my dog is in no longer in pain and hopefully my grandma and Amanda and my other dogs met her at the rainbow bridge and and all of that and and that's where I prefer to keep my mindset so I can stay positive and move forward in my personal goals and my business goals and my goals for helping my group and Team TLC. So with that said, um, that's the whole point of our group is to stay positive and focused. So with that, let's go ahead and do some awesome shout outs. Um, I'm still working on videos. I have one, two, three, four, five, six more to do that I know of. And um, But for the people that did advise me how they did for the weekend, it's only Tuesday. Um, Vanessa and Hunter placed seventh in the 1D, a personal best. So you're added to the drawing. Um, let's see here. Tony and Scooby entered their first MBHA at PHA and, and got their personal best fast time. Mac and Suspicious uh, finished in Florida. Finished, all of these were in Florida so far. Uh, finished in the 1D as the year in youth champion. Um, so congratulations to you. That was a goal for you last year to, to do that. So that that's one thing off your bucket list. 1D Youth Champion. Uh, Jeannie and Guy D had a gorgeous run. Um, let's see here. Martine and Fran are working on things. So is uh, Katrina and Miss um, Betty. And I, I did some videos for y'all. Um, Caitlin's working on stuff. I've, I'm working on your guys' videos next. Um, Allie and Ruby had a beautiful 2D youth run and um, 3D open. That was awesome. Rachel in New York um, finished her MBHA year as the 1D reserve open champion and 2D year in champion. So this is her first time um, being on the uh, 1D uh, finalist and, and reserve champion. So she's super excited and she's going on the PB list as well. So remember, we are either winning or we are learning. So if you had a run that was disappointing this weekend, that's okay. You learn from it. Don't get discouraged. Okay, focus on the positives and focus on what you can control. And that's my advice for you guys. Um, so for Q&A this week, we have a few questions. And then our topic's going to be about New Year goals today. So the um, question was about rate and collection on the barrels. So if you're lacking in rate and collection on the barrels and you find your horse turning wide and just not uh, having the snappy tight turns that you want, um, go back to basics, work on dry work, do face flexing laterally and vertically, do transitions from a post trot to a sit jog, from an extended canter to a collected lope. Um, you could do it on the rail and you can work on perfect circles. You could do drills like spirals and D pattern and single barrel, uh, all lefts, all rights, anything that requires a horse to extend and collect and find themselves collected and balanced. Um, the next question was about a horse that um, leaves the circles after so many and runs off with her. So my suggestion is um, do less circles. 
when the horse runs off with you you say it's because he's bored or mad so I would get bored or mad too if I had to do 20 circles so set a goal where you lope a circle stop and pet him then set lope two circles stop and pet him and do this in just a, a week and then the next week try to lope three circles and stop and pet him and then keep it at that for a really long time and let him know that three circles each way you're going to stop and pet him and move on to something else I've always trained horses in sets of three and the reason why is because after three they get tired and bored and they quit trying as much and I'll quit on the second one if I get a good effort you can still get a horse conditioned by long trotting out in the pastures or on the rail of the arena straight lines and you don't need to do more than two or three loping circles each direction um, so don't feel like it's something you need to uh, be like a cutting horse loper where they lope for 30 minutes. I, I think that's um, just getting a horse in shape, but it's not teaching them anything. So I'd rather spend my time. You can be really working a horse hard by doing different things with extension and collection, like yoga and Pilates for horses, by doing nose in, nose out, um, uh, vertical flexion, by doing transitions, you know, by doing big circles to small circles. All of those things can work the muscles and the lungs, um, you know, when you're long trotting into a sit jog and stuff and stay in shape. Um, and 30 minutes, three times a week is a good place to start if you're competing on the weekend. If you're not, 30 minutes, four or five days a week would be good. To keep them in shape and going going well but everybody needs a day off including your horse so just keep that in mind but again it's not fair to compete you're not prepared or physically or mentally ready if you're not riding at least three times a week okay next question um they bought a new horse um for a trail horse and um it won't even leave the barn so First of all, if I bought a new horse, the last thing I would do is go out on a trail ride. The first thing I would do is start connecting with that horse and building a relationship with that horse. I'd like to know what buttons this horse has or doesn't have, what he's scared of, etc. before I head out into the open. So start with groundwork. Start with desensitizing. Remember to build a relationship with this horse based on love and trust and respect and communication of cues. Teach them to go left, right, forward, backwards, yield the front end, yield the back end, um, head down, head flexing left and right, disengage the hindquarters, yield the front end, side pass. All that stuff can be done on the ground. Disengage with a, a whip, a slicker, a rope, a, 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 a noisy item. You know, just mix it up. Anything they may come across on the trail. Make sure you have a loose rein, one rein, whoa, and can disengage the hindquarters to get them focused on a cue in case something comes running up on you on the trail or jumps out of the bushes. So just because someone sold you a trail horse doesn't mean it's a trail horse. Make sure it's a trail horse. This horse sounds like it could be barn sour or herd bound. And if that's the case, then you can start working circles near the herd, get the horse focused on the cues once you do get in the saddle and work circles near the barn and eventually get further and further away and only rest the horse at the furthest point that you've gotten to and pet the horse there. Don't run back to the barn, don't rest the horse at the barn. Um, if you're with another horse, do some of your work separate. Don't just walk together the whole time. Um, possibly, you know, both of you work circles near each other and then slowly get away and, and only rest further apart. Same thing for those of you barrel racers 
at barrel races. If you sit with other people the entire time, warm up with other people the entire time, your horse is going to get really attached to that horse that you're sitting near the whole time. And it's going to make it hard to separate and hard to focus when it comes time to run. So be independent, get off by yourself. Do not allow Buddy Sour to happen. Those things are really important. Let me see if I have any more questions. I do. Um, I had a question come in about sponsorships for youth. Well, let me tell you this. I see women on Facebook all the time complaining that they need sponsors, but they're 3D, 4D barrel racers and they're, they're grown women. For those women, I say get out and get a job because that's life. We all have to pay for our barrel races. I won $5,000, i would spend $5,000. You know, it's hard to get cash sponsors for women that don't have a business in barrel racing or aren't at the top of their game like 1D Pro Rodeo or 1D Super Show. It's hard to get cash sponsors unless you know someone, okay? But for youth riders, just like when my son showed 4-H steers, People love to support youth, so you can get cash sponsors really pretty easy as long as you present it in a professional way. I would recommend a handwritten letter. I would go meet them in person and shake their hand, look them in the eye, and give them the letter and say, I'd love if you could read my letter and possibly consider sponsoring me in my barrel racing goals and dreams for next year. And let them know what your goals are. Let them know what you've already won. Let them know that you're open to a $100 to $1,000 cash sponsor and you can discuss um, what you can do in return for them for advertising. And just kind of leave it vague and open. Um, And then they can come to you and say, look, if you wear my hat and my shirt, I'll give you 500 bucks. If you wear, you know, put something on your trailer and your truck, I'll give you a thousand bucks. If you tag my name in every video you post, I'll give you a hundred bucks, you know, whatever. Um, you know, those sponsorships are out there. Now, grown women, you're welcome to do that too. But again, it comes down to who you know, and it's a tax write-off for most businesses. So the place I would start is where you spend your money, your uh, hay hay supplier, your uh, equine dentist, your vet, your farrier, you know, they, you support them, they might want to support you. And, you know, any, any kind of sponsorship is great. You could go to the big companies out there, like, you know, equine tack and stuff, but oftentimes they're just going to give product because they are hit up by a thousand barrel racers, you know, or a thousand rainers or cutters. They're hit up by a lot of people and they can only give out so much merchandise a year. So if you can find individuals that are separate, but would like to be advertising or just need a tax write-off or even like 4-H, um, suppliers. There's people that 4-H always knows will buy pigs and cows and stuff. And and that's kind of the kind of people you're looking for that support the youth. So again, um, those are one option. The other option is to do some raffles. Some people do 50-50 tickets where you get in a raffle and half goes to support the kids uh, competing at their big shows for the year. And the half goes into the raffle and they draw a name and there's a winner. Um, You could do a basket, a beautiful Christmas basket and sell tickets. A half goes to the kids' entry fees, half goes to um, whoever name is pulled for the basket. Uh, There's a lot of things you can do if you're creative for sponsors. Um, So I don't know who's been watching the NFR, but um, 
round five is absolutely the fastest so far. And I'm just going to go over some highlights of things I have loved so far. Um, Emily did win the um, fifth round. And my favorite thing about Emily and Chongo is how she goes down the alleyway and pets her horse before their run to keep them calm and connected. I love that. And it, again, you'll see so many different styles at the NFR. You see the push horses that they're really kicking and driving. You'll see the riders that run from the back of the alleyway. You'll see the other riders that creep down the alleyway, keeping their horse calm and focused until they're ready to go. And they're free runners and they're not kicking at all. They're just riding to their spots. You'll see some fancy trick riding in there. Some riders ride quiet and centered, like um, more like Donna and Lisa and Haley. And then some riders like Cheyenne and Amanda and stuff, you'll see them uh, lifting a leg or flinging their body to the left or the right to make a maneuver to move their hips to get their horse away or closer to a barrel. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's really fun to watch. You'll see some bumping of the hands to get the horse focused. You'll see how hard they sit in the turns or how much they get up out of the turns. So I've been doing slow plays in the group of the NFR so y'all can see them in slow motion. And I think that's really fun to watch as well. Um, Donna and Valor, of course, is an inspiration for everybody, Donna's age, and also the fact that how much she loves Valor and, and that interview she did about, uh, if I could tell my horse anything, it would be thank you. I mean, that just melts your heart. Um, Stevie and that Palomino has just been amazing to watch. Love them. Jordan and Rolo have been just really consistent, and, and I love watching their runs. Um, Nellie with Sister has been quietly consistent. I mean, it's not fast, but she's one that tends to get faster towards the end. Um, Brittany's mirrors look really sound, and they're clocking really good this year. Um, J-Lo and Ivy's not having their best year, but they're still fun to watch. I'm sad they're hitting some barrels, though. Um, Winda and Mo, wow, that was pretty awesome to watch her, and she does some fancy trick riding. Um, he won round four, and I think it was round four, with that 13-4-6, uh, and then round five, he still clocked, I think, a five and went really fast off that first barrel, so was out of position going to second, and she had to do some fancy riding there, but still clocked a five, which is amazing. Um, Lisa's having a slow start and hitting barrels, so but she'll always be a champion in everybody's heart after Louie and, and Rosa and all of that. The black horse is nice, but I think he just needs a little more seasoning for her in those environments, and he's absolutely running. I shouldn't say nice. He's great. I, I think it's funny when they say, oh, that was a good run, and it's a six or a seven, and that was a great run when it was a five. Those are all great runs. Any 13 at the Atomas and Mac is a great run. And they're all great horses and great barrel racers. Um, Haley and Sister, um, again, they've placed a couple rounds. Um, they had set the arena record with a 13-1. But watch out. I'm pretty sure she's going to get tougher and tougher with each round. So, um, you know, they're competitors. So unless they're sore... You know, they're not ones to watch, to rule out from taking it at the end at all. So um, Jessica and Missy, the Palomino, they've been very solid. I think she's making um, horse change possibly. Um, let's see here. Shelly, I think I talked about everybody. Um, Shelly and Kiss and Phoebe, and I think she's mostly been riding Kiss, but she's gotten a placement in there as well. She's dropped a bit in the standings, but it's still only halfway point, so... Um, let's see here. Let's go ahead and go to the topic for today. I want to talk about 
the new year goals. And um, I'll just spend a little bit of time, like I I mentioned, um, it's important. It's important to have a day timer. It's important to have a journal. Write it down. You retain it. You can see it. You can say it on your bathroom mirror. Write down your goals and see them and say them every day. You will manifest it by reading it and saying it every day. Your mind, your, your brain wants to make happen what your thoughts are telling it. So, so tape it to your mirror and see it and say it every day, um, for your goals. Um, and then have your model written there. So you stay the course, whatever, everybody's going to have something that resonates different with them. You know, some of you, it's going to be never give up. Some of you, it's going to be, you know, stay strong or stay positive or whatever. Everybody's going to have something that sticks out to them. It might be a scripture out of the Bible. You know, everybody has their own thing that keeps them motivated and going. Your why, your passion, your purpose. So um, again, as I mentioned, number three. um, So already you should have done those things. One and two. I already mentioned those last week um, at the beginning of December. And then this week, I would like you to really sit down and write down your schedule. Whether you do it by the daily schedule or weekly schedule. That is going to help you a little bit every day. That's what adds up to you and your horse meeting your goals um, and your show schedule you know also write down your routine at the barrel races do you arrive two hours early to check in and check look at the arena Um, an hour out you warm up and then tie up and get your gear ready your leg boots your rubber bands all that stuff and visualizing your run the moments before uh, clearing your mind taking your deep breaths and focusing on just maybe one or two things that you need to do like riding to your spot one and spot two or using your legs whatever um, focus on your your run and breathing and pet your horse say your prayers whatever write down your routine so you're consistent consistency builds success okay and then the next thing um, is your schedule again Um, write it down like one day I might do groundwork one day dry work one day drills one day slow barrels one day go on a trail ride one day compete one day off have a schedule that works for you Um, and then I want you to write down I'm having writing a lot of stuff right now but it's important you have to identify your strengths and your weaknesses so I want you to write down what you think your strengths are and what your weaknesses are write down where your horse's strengths are where your horse's weaknesses are and work on that for your horse it might need they they it might be they need more desensitizing or work with trailer loading or head down cues or maybe balance and um you can do some in the groundwork you can do some pulls ground pulls lunging over that you can um in the saddle, you can work on getting their five body parts more supple and soft. Um, you know, left, right, forward, backwards, all of that conditioning. Um, maybe you need to work on loose rein riding because your horse is too too runny, too, runs off with you too much. Maybe you need to work on some contact riding to get your horse to be softer in the face and ride their hindquarters up into their bridle more and work on collection rate both have their value and maybe you should do a mix of both and I have videos on doing both Um, as a rider look and see where you're weak at you know is it your riding cues is it your balance in the saddle is it your fitness is it your mental game or confidence take a look at that Um, 
Next, um, your competition schedule. Look at that. How many associations are you going to run next year? Super shows, rodeos, uh, jackpots. Um, Remember, there's only so many gumballs in the gumball machine. I think it's important to just pick one or two associations. Um, In my, my career, my horses usually only ran 30 to 40 runs per year. Um, I had multiple horses and I could rest one if they needed it. Um, I like to keep them sound and fresh. 30 to 40, that would be two a month on average and maybe a couple super shows during the year. Okay, Um, you know, 30 would be two barrel races a month and 40 would be sneaking in two or three super shows. So be realistic um, with with your horses. What I mean by only so many gumballs in the gumball machine and they can't be refilled is eventually your horse is going to get arthritis or or, or um, not, not as strong or injury, God forbid, and they can't run anymore or at that top quality or top performance that they did. Everybody gets old. That's why quarterbacks retire. Basketball players retire. You just can't keep up with the young and healthy anymore because you've aged, you know, it's part of it. And some horses have longer careers than other. Some of it's how they cared for them. Some of it's genetics. And some of it's just luck. So, um, you know, you have to... The next thing, and I think this is super important, uh, mentioning on that as well before I mention this, is the NFR horses. If you look, um, how many they qualified to get to the rodeo. Um, most of them were around 50. Some went all the way to 80. And that's not included in the poor miles that they put on the road. So imagine the vet bills that they have and the holistic practitioners to keep their horses, not to mention all the gear they probably haul with them to keep them sound, lasers and, and um, you know, ice treatments and, you know, etc. Um, so anyways, um, the last thing that's pretty important, um, well, it's not quite the last thing, but this is extremely important though, is knowing your horse. That connection and bond that you have in your horse is probably one of the things that's going to make or break you in your success and your consistency. You have to learn to listen to your horse, have that bond with your horse when you know when they feel good or you know that something's off and don't run them if something's off. Ride with heart means to put the horse first, even if it means donating a huge entry fee at a super show. I've done that several times and I've had other trainers say, just give them Butte or Prevacox and run. And I'm like, not going to happen. So I scratch, you know, and it sucks to donate a big entry fee, but you know what? What if I would have ran her and she tore a tendon or fractured a foot or, um, you know, blew out a, a ligament or something? You know what I mean? It's just, um, it's not worth it to me. So listen to your horse, uh, love your horse, trust your horse, respect your horse and have a solid foundation on your horse based on a communication of cues. Um, And know when they feel good, know when they don't, and have a team of professionals that you trust to work with your horse and use them, you know? That's important as well. Know how to tune up your horse, how to condition your horse, how to feed your horse. There's so much that goes into barrel racing. So if somebody's winning regularly, it's not by accident. It's because they know their horse and know exactly what they need to do from everything to diet, exercise, warm-up, competition, etc. It takes a lot to be on top. So um, then the final thing is whether you're beginner to advanced 
Um, I am in the group going to have quite the variety because of the fact that we have beginners to advance. Um, you know, Mondays I usually try to talk about wins. Tuesdays I usually do the Q&A podcast. Uh, Wednesday I'll probably give you your skills challenges and mindset challenges for the week. Um, Thursdays I usually do some sort of video tip. But now I may mix it up and do a little bit more just because the group has grown so much. I feel like I need to do video tips um, for the beginner to the advanced. So you may see a video tip again, like I mentioned, for groundwork, for dry work, for drills, for barrel pole tune-up, um, all of that, and also mental game. So, um, so anyways, and any day of the week, you're welcome to send me um, videos to review for you for slow play of your training or competition. And please send me questions that you have. Um, also, send me any suggestions you have for a topic you'd like discussed. Um, this group, um, I want you to want to stay in it. I want you to feel like you're growing. So if there's something that you want or need to learn or have a question, please ask it because that's the way that I know um, how you're all doing out there and where I can help you at. And that's the whole point of being your coach is to help you and help you whatever area you need. So again, um, to set yourself up for success, have a schedule, have a goal, know your horse's skill level, know your skill level as a rider, know where you need to improve, and remember to stay positive. By positive thoughts and positive words, you will manifest positive outcomes. So please, please keep that in mind. Um, So I'm going to close up here um, pretty soon here. Um, Remember, whether you think you can or you can't, you are right. And that's important. Mindset is half the battle of competing and winning. So believe, believe in the power of prayer. If that's For me, I've always believed in, I get my peace from my prayer. You know, I give it to God. I say, God, is this your will for me? If it's your will that I take care of me and my horses with TLC, then grow my virtual coaching group, fill my clinics, fill my lessons. I will work hard every day to grow my business and be the best I can be. But if this is your direction you want me to go, then help me go that direction or show me if I should be going another direction. And I've always for 29 years felt like God has wanted me here and this is where I'm happy and I'm at peace. Um, I also think there's a power in positive thinking, positive thoughts. You know how it is. You feel bad about yourself if you sit around and piss and moan with a bunch of people afterwards. It's like, why did I even go there with all that negative chit chat and rumors and blah, blah, blah. I'd rather stay focused on positive things. You know, they say great people talk about uh, change or, or events and, you know, regular people talk about other people and that's where you want to always try to be thinking what can we do to improve what can we do to be better and that's where your circle comes in you know you want to surround yourself with positive energy Um, obviously you need to find what resonates with you what resonates with one person in this group isn't going to resonate with another just because where they are in their journey so um The idea, though, is that you have clarity of where you're going and that you're building your confidence through 
the things that you do. So taking action is important as well. So after you write down all this stuff in December and you have that game plan, then you have to take action. Things don't come true by not taking action. You can sit and pray all day and write down things all day, but it ain't going to happen unless you get out there every single day and take action. You don't have to put eight hours into it, but maybe 30 minutes every day. And that would be a good thing. So, um, so really what I want you to do, I want you to think about riding with heart. Believing you can do it is really important. Pray, make a plan, and then just do it. So um, I think that's the thing I'd like to leave you with. So I'd like to close by just saying a little quick prayer that, um, you know, there are certain promises that God has made to us. The cross with Jesus is one of them. We're coming up on Christmas and Jesus' birthday. Jesus was put here just like we were given the Ten Commandments to follow. He was put here because we don't follow the Ten Commandments because we're all sinners and we've been given second chances, third chances, fourth chances. But if you go to God with a good and open heart and truly repent and say sorry for your screw-ups, you'll get that next chance. You know, if Jesus is your Savior, you've accepted that. You have a moral will. You have a moral will to make choices. Um, And when we screw up, it's usually because we have doubt and don't believe. It's because others maybe influence us. It's maybe because we're selfish and we'd rather do what feels good than what's right. Um, Maybe it's because we feel unworthy of that kind of love. A love that doesn't hold grudges. A love that accepts you for who you are and... um, is always going forward instead of worrying about what you did in the past. Um, you know, maybe you're fearful, you know, it's hard to know why people, um, do what we do, but just knowing that you can go to God and thanks to Jesus, you could be forgiven and move forward is an awesome, awesome thing. And heaven waits for you. So whatever your um, thing is here on this earth, as we go into Christmas, this is a time of magic, right? We love Christmas time. Everybody loves Christmas time. It's a time of lights and trees and movies and families and, and it should be filled with joy. And that's what I want you to take from it. Um, you know, the, uh, for me, you know, God's will for me, I, I, I ask God to, to guide me, you know, and I know I've screwed up. And I ask for that forgiveness and I give thanks for all of my blessings. And um, if you do that, you know, you'll live a life of passion and purpose. You know, I want TLC to touch lives. Um, I want to take care of my animals. I, I want to have a great future that is a good future um, in in God's eyes. And all of these things, I think, is, is where... Everybody has to do what feels right for them, but those are the places that I go to, to, to go forward. And um, so, whatever I said today, I hope it touches some people's lives. And thank you again for tuning in for this week's um, Q and A. And again, I'm really proud of everybody. Congratulations to all of you that met your goals for 2022. I'm 2021, and for all of those that did not, just don't shake it off. Do like. Donna and Ballard did. They hit two barrels in round one to come back and win it in round two. Shake it off and be present in the moment and go forward. So thank you for um, 
listening and as always ride with heart and god bless